escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Simple question. Yeah, you're, you're, saying, you're saying that but, as we speak right, right now in this can, country, can I answer the question that we have diversified again in the economy can, can through you, Can you allow me to answer the questions? Very respectfully. I'm not under investigation. No, you're you are not interrogating. Absolutely. And you not. have no right to posture your interviewing as if um, you've, make, you've made up your mind about, uh, about what is it that you are. So you ask a question. You, 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 you are looking at a number of things that it's on paper I have uh, talked about. So allow me to answer. Number one, value addition. Have you heard about the One District, One Factory Initiative? We've It's talked, a direct question. We, we, we Have talked, you heard about, about it? We've talked about that in this interview. So you've heard about One District, One Factory. 80%, I would probably even think that it's more than that, of what has been in, 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 involved in the One District, One is value addition, either agro-processing or garment and textiles, And you name it. Mm. I mean, because that is what industrialization is about. It's about value addition. Mm. So the one decent one factory program, to a large extent, represents the value addition efforts that I've been talking about. So what else do you want to, I mean, what are you talking about? During President Kufo's time, I introduced the Presidential Special Initiatives. I talked about four sectors at that time. Garments and textiles, oil palm, industrial salt, and industrial starch from cassava. Even at that time, I was still talking about value addition. All these sectors And if we had time, we can have a, a very decent conversation about the presidential special initiatives. Those were examples of value addition. So you're asking me about value addition. If, 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 if you've done your homework, you would know that whether it's under the PSIs or whether it's under the... Uh, one district, one factory. That's all about value addition. So let's move on to so no, the no, next no, point. It's, it's important yeah. that this question yeah. is, is, yeah. is something I put to you. So yeah. this is a vision of yours. Yes. It's a vision. Yes. It's a place you want to take Ghana. Yes, yes. But here you are saying yes. that you've already done it. Do you understand that what it's a vision? vision. It's a vision, it's a place yeah. you want to take us. It's a reason yeah. why you want to be independent I, I, kind of thing. I, I, I think and and I'm, ask, I'm, asking, I'm asking a simple yeah. question yeah. that you want to get there, yeah. right? Yeah. And I'm asking because yeah. something you've stated very clearly. Yes. One, everybody wants to know, first, 
what did you do in your time? Which yeah. is what you've explained. Yes, okay? I've explained. Exactly. But you accept and, and that. Then, oh, I, you okay. know, I don't, I, don't have right. a, I don't have an opinion on that. Okay. And then, okay. There's, and then the next question is, yeah. how do you plan to achieve this specifically? Yes. How do you plan okay. to get us to this vision that you've articulated? Which is, which is what I read for you. What's the plan if, to get there? If you that? have a vision, it would, it, it would symbolize that it is a vision that you realize over a period of time. Do you understand that clearly? That you realize that in incremental stages over a period of time. So the ultimate, when you get there, you would have fulfilled your vision. But it evolves. Mm. <laughs> the vision is not realized as an event. It evolves. And what I'm suggesting to you is that if you've done your homework, all these initiatives, whether it's the PSIs or 1D1F, would demonstrate that that process of industrialization, value addition, has been initiated. And because it's a process, and the ultimate goal, for example, will be the manufacturing hub or the industrial hub in Africa. So you may not be there yet, but that's the vision. There are incremental stages to get to that vision. But the good thing is that, exactly as you said, I've made significant landmark achievements towards realizing the vision. So I'm not sure why you, know, you have a conceptual difficulty uh, in understanding because uh, this is my vision and that I've started and so I cannot talk about it being my vision. Is that what you're suggesting? No, it's a question. Well, about, but if you're about asking a question, how, how you, you, you should plan, how you, I mean, this is just okay. a simple right. question. Okay. About the specific steps, and you laid a bit out yes. when, when you did yeah. the press conference. Yeah. Yeah. How you plan to take us to that yeah. promised yeah. land, yeah. which reason you want to stand as an independent yes. candidate. Yeah. Yeah. And your answer to that is that you've laid the foundations. I've laid the as, foundations. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Yes. And the material difference is that if I have the opportunity to occupy the highest level of executive authority, then I am empowered to be able to realize that vision much quicker. That's the whole narrative. Any time frame for you? Well, I've said that I want 25, uh, 2025 to 2025 to be what I describe Ghana's decade of transformation, industrial transformation. So that's the target. And if you look at the, the, the GTP, it provides a sense of the kind of things that I believe would help us and GTP, by the way, is a great transformational plan. Sorry? The GTP, by the way, is a great, yeah, the great transformational plan. plan. So if you look at the great transformational plan, the first pillar in the transformational plan is how to fix our economy. Because if you don't have a stable macroeconomic environment, then you cannot go on to be talking about industrial transformation. You cannot talk about agricultural revolution which are all components of 
the transformational plan. So if you take your time and read the transformational plan, there it's not just the framework, because you need a framework first, but there are specific policy prescriptions that I have recommended which will help us stabilize our currency, which will help us to bring inflation down uh, to single digits on a sustainable basis. How do you do that? Well, we don't have time to go into all the policy prescriptions. Oh, but just, I'm just, saying, just on the but, two you mentioned? Yes. Because it's, currency, it's, yes, yes, it's a current that, live yeah, challenge. Yes, yes absolutely. That's work yes. on stable yeah. currency. What's the prescription? So, so the whole point about currency stabilization is the supply and demand of foreign exchange. That's what currency stabilization is about. If you export more, you are able to earn more foreign exchange resources. If you, are, if you earn more foreign exchange resources and you reduce the use of forex to import, that's if you start producing things locally, which you were importing, then you save foreign exchange. And meanwhile, if you are exporting, you get more foreign exchange. So the supply of foreign exchange increases. When the supply of foreign exchange increases, then it means that the ratio of how much you need of local currency to exchange for the dollar, you know, then improves. Because that's basic economics. So, it, and so that is why if, for example, you have limited foreign exchange, then it means that you need more cities, people, more cities are chasing the limited dollar reserve that you have. The moment you have more cities trying to chase the few dollars that you have, then obviously, then it means that your currency is getting weaker. So if, for example, um, you, were, you had to change, let's say, because of supply and demand, if you needed 10 cities uh, to be able to get uh, $1, and all of a sudden you have a limited flow of, uh, uh, of dollars, it is that more people now want dollars. So you have to bid higher. Now you need, mm. let's say, 20 cities to be able to get $1. That's where the weakening of the local currency occurs. Yes, you, you've stated the what, what is what is known. The question yeah, has always yeah, been yeah. that yes. politicians always tell us yeah. that this is something they want to do. Yes. But the difference between the rhetoric yes. and the reality, as yes. you well know, because yeah. you've been part of government for yeah. so long, yeah. sometimes it's night and day. Yes. Yes. Right. Yeah. And that is where you have yeah. this cynicism towards politicians. Well, but... Um, How does Alan Chamantin want to be different in this area? No, no, I'm different because... What makes you different? You see, first, 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 the person who is talking about it must be able to articulate first what the problem is. How he's going to... execution plan and must demonstrate that he has the capacity to execute the plan. So, for example, on this uh, currency issue, mm. just one currency issue, I'm saying that you need to be able to export more to be able to get more forex. 
So what you need to ask me is that, but where is the export going to come from? Because, I mean, you are saying that you are skeptical because politicians talk and it doesn't happen. So I guided uh, the, my ministry to develop a national export strategy, mm. which targets an inflow of 25 billion United States dollars by 2030, just through exports. And that is part of my plan. Did you achieve that? No, I'm saying 2030, we yeah. have the plan, the strategy and the plan. So that is the plan. And so there are intermediate steps. So we started, and the whole point is that if the people of Ghana put their trust and faith in me, and I become president by the grace of God, then I have executive authority to do what will make that export development strategy work because I'll prioritize but to, those things. But to get there, you have to, you have to defeat the MPP and the NDC. <laughs> you, you have to. And, and we know the duopoly is very, very entrenched. Yeah. Nobody had attempted and succeeded. Many before you have actually tried it. Yeah. I mean, your own friend, um, I believe, uh, Raku Bobe, yeah, yeah. I mean, tried it, yeah. didn't succeed. Guzitama yeah. tried it for the NDC, yeah. didn't succeed. Yeah. We have yeah. a bit of someone else yeah. who tried it. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Pakwisi Indumo broke away from the CEP yeah. and tried it. All of them didn't succeed yeah. in trying to break this duopoly that yeah. you've been part of. Yeah. How are you proposing to succeed where all of, all of them have failed? I have a lot of respect for these gentlemen. Uh, they are all my very good friends, very close friends. I cannot speak for them. I can speak for myself. I think that there are things that make my case different. First, because I've been a dominant figure in MPP politics for many years. It's not just because I'm a member of the found, I'm a founding member of the party. I was chairman of the Young Executive Forum which was one of the most vibrant groups within MPP. Mm. Now, so I have a track record of performance, of service to the party and to government. But beyond that, you know, I've been in this game for some time. You know, I've contested a current president, what, three times? So I have recognition in the rank and file of the party. I'm not a rookie in politics in the MPP. I think that I enjoy massive support, particularly at the grassroots level. Look, superdelegates, you know, primaries, you know, that doesn't determine your real strength within the family of MPP. Why do I say so? Averagely, about 6.5 million people in any given election would vote for MPP. Now, even if you go beyond the superdelegates, you go to the general privacy, it's only 210,000 people who vote. Now, you are talking about not a membership base, but a sympathizer base of over 6.5 million MPP sympathizers. So it doesn't matter what the delegates normally would, would think about. The key is how popular is Alan amongst this broader MPP family? And your answer to that is? 
that the question of half of Laiwa. I have a very strong positioning within that community. And, now, and so when I hear people say, oh, Alan can go, you know, it will not matter. My simple answer is that, wait and see. Let's get to the field and let's wait and see. It is the contest. Agronifer. The contest finally eh, will be determined when we have the general election. And, but I'm, but I'm everybody so, so, so I'm saying that, I'm saying that um, if you're talking about the wider MPP family, yes, I have, I have a strong presence there. Oh, within the MPP family? Yes, I'm saying that's one part of it. And then, of course, you're talking about the general one. And then within NDC also. But MPP, they, they, they clearly have said you, you, you don't. Uh, who, who says that? I mean, in, and why in, should that be the basis for... for no, but you, you, for, you, make, you make the point yourself that you're very popular among the MPP states. But we've never had a scientific... No, but that's not representative. Right? That's what I'm saying. I'm talking about the wider base of the party. Of the wider base is 6.5 million. So permit me to ask if that's the case. Why didn't you wait till November then? And then the 2000. I'm giving you the. That that is a very small. Still too small. Oh, against 6.5 million. No, that's that but, is a sympathizer base. Yeah, no, but it's the grassroots party. Yeah, but the grassroots. But when we talk about NPP, NPP is not just about delegates or the leaders of the party. That's not the way I see it. Yeah. You know, the wider NPP family. Mm. Yeah, but even you see, you really want to do damage. In other words, you say no. that in 2024, your core base is going to be crawled from that base as an independent, from that six million plus. But, but, but why do you say damage? I, I don't know. Oh, I mean, of course, if you're taking, you taking the food that, you, that <laughs> the MPP used to eat, as in those numbers, then yeah. anybody who votes for you from that group. Yeah. He's not but, voting for the MPP. But, but, but also, That's damage. But, but uh, please remember also yeah. that there are two types of elections. There's a parliamentary election and there's a presidential election. If I wanted, quote-unquote, to attack the MPP as a political party, I would have floated a new party. Then that one would have meant that Alan is going indirectly to provide an alternative as a party to the NPP. Having done that. Oh, so you're being charitable to them. All I'm saying is that, all I'm saying is that, those who are members of the NPP, by all means, have been a founding member of the party. When it comes to parliamentary elections, vote for your uh, parliamentary candidate oh, so of you, choice. MPP, vote for your MPP parliamentary yes, candidate. Yes, candidate of your choice. I mean, there's no problem with that. NDC, vote for your candidate of choice. But when it comes to the presidential election, because you are looking for someone who on his own merit, and that's the difference, not on the back of the party, because you are talking about an executive president, someone who on the on the strength of his own merit, mm. can make a difference. Then vote for Alan. But that would so mean, that that mean the MPP also will not get the president. Well, presidency. I mean, uh, I, I, don't, I don't want to be president just for MPP. 
I want to be president for the whole of Ghana. I guess let me That's ask you, what an executive let me ask president you is let me about. Ask you yeah. Would you admit that at least your core base, and you've talked about it, you, yeah. you're, you're very, you say you, you believe you're very popular within the NPP, yes, that yeah. core base, if you stand, yes. the people who vote for you, most likely, yes. majority of them, yes. mainly, will come from the MPP base. Is that, you, you can see that? Based on your uh, popularity? Yes, 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 absolutely. Yeah. A significant will come back. But then also, I would be able to make a significant difference with floating voters. Because a floating voter, by definition, is neither a sympathizer of MPP nor a sympathizer of NDC. They are independent. They're swayed by conviction. They are, they are, they are, yeah, so they are independent. Mm. That's how generally they are described. Now, contrary to what people think, the statistics show that the size of the floating voter public it's quite significant. It's almost about 25%. So I'm convinced that because of my disposition in politics, I am the type of candidate that the floating, the average floating voter has been waiting for. Mm. And if I'm a candidate, particularly an independent candidate, then that is a major part of my constituency. I didn't want us to get before you the, break to, before the, you break into the, the, uh, into the where you came from yes, as the MPP tradition. Absolutely, yes. Mm. You know, and there are people in NDC who believe that yes, uh, President Mahama is the uh, chosen candidate, but they may think that uh, if there's a different or if they have an alternative that it will be their preference, then why not? Alan provides that alternative. But you do far more damage to the MPP than to the NDC. Well, um, I don't call it damage because uh, one thing but that I... One thing you but, but, but one thing that you, I You mean, say you were still a no, founding member no, of all that. But uh, Evans... Anybody that's gone to the party? Evans, can I... Your good friend Kujupini yesterday told me, yeah. look, there are people who may be following you because of how you use the word... Um, turmoil in the party right now. Yeah. That clearly that happens. SK Wafu yeah. uh, is one who, at your event, yeah. told us that he, he's in your camp. That is l one less vote for yeah. the MPP. Yes. But, but, but why is that a problem? Because, because we are now, fo my, I'm focusing on Ghana now. You see, I've served the party, mm. I've been loyal to the party. It's time for me to move on and focus on Ghana. Is there a problem with that? Because a flaw, <laughs> it's Ghana. Whether you go through MPP or NDC, the focus is on Ghana. And so I don't see why we should see that as a damage to, uh, to MPP. If an MPP sympathizer believes that Ireland provides the best opportunity for Ghana to move forward, mm. and he can remain in MPP, vote for his parliamentary candidate, but I believe that Alan is the one who will bring change and transformation to Ghana. And MPP will be part of it, NDC will be part of it. Uh, you, you never know, you may become a part of my cabinet, you know, who knows? So, so why, would, why would you, for example, uh, not have the opportunity of being 
tapped, your, your talent being tapped into. That's, that's what I'm trying to understand. I mean, you're t talking, about, talking about that, by the way. Yeah. You, you picked a lot of strong folks yeah. in the MPP backed you when you were campaigning. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're still there. Um, some of them yeah. actually had come forward to say, they know, they, they, they disagree with you, they've supported you, yeah. but they don't want to follow you. Yes, it's understandable. They've deserted they you. No, they've not deserted me. Look, these are people who are representing constituents in parliament on the ticket of the MPP. Mm. Alan, I have made a decision that I want to focus on Ghana. I've served my party honorably. And nobody can dispute that. There's no dispute about that. Yeah, the party recommended you at the press they, conference. They commended me. You listen to that. Oh, yeah, listen oh, to so that. that, 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 that that's why. That's why listen. The world, yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I've moved on. I want to serve Ghana. So I don't have a problem with them. And if somebody is a parliamentarian who believed in my vision, but who is unable now to still work with me only because... He represents a constituents on the ticket of the NPP. I don't think there's any problem. It's not, we shouldn't see it as desertion or anything like that. Have you spoken to some of them? Oh, yes. I mean, look, I actually um, realized right from the beginning that I should allow them, you know, to be able to serve their constituents because I have, I'm not floating a new party. I'm not floating parliamentarians. Mm. Um, that's not what I'm seeking to do. Mm. You know. So if they can still remain on the ticket of the NPP and when to go to parliament, why not? Uh, you I, have not tried to push them no, to join No, 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 I won't do that. I won't do that. I, I tell you, how many are they? And how many votes do they control? But they have, they have their own constituencies that yeah, can yeah, come no, to no, your No, no, but age. how many years? I mean, let's face it. You're talking 70 million people are going to vote, you know. So I think that the right thing to do is for them still to serve their constituents, you know. And I'm promoting a government of national unity mm -hmm. where people from all walks of life, rich, poor, young, old, abled, disabled, or physically challenged, people from the business community, people from media, people from academia, those who have something to offer mm. to, to our country. I want us to have a united governance uh, mechanism and structure so that in parliament you have ministers who I have appointed from MPP, you have ministers who have appointed from NDC, from CPP, uh, people who are apolitical, and I believe that they have the competence and the talent to help Ghana. They are part of my cabinet. So we think together it's one national agenda. So the national agenda is the great transformational plan. Mm. So we all work together and we have programs, we take it to parliament. Mm. In parliament, the basis, there's no basis for quarrel because the representatives of NPP in cabinet are there. And you're required, majority of the ministers must, must come from parliament. Yeah, yes, that, that's so not what the means that if you went, yeah, that's they're going the to be problem. appointing people oh, from No, that's sides. not the problem. It's the same thing. You know, so 50% or more should come from parliament. Some of them will come from the NPP. Some of them will come from the NDC, CPP, the smaller parties, 
people who are apolitical, you know. And I have 50, I would say 50 more, 50% more ministers to kind of bring from uh, outside Everyone. politics. And the important thing to note is that because my movement is led by the youth, empowered by the youth, I've made a commitment that 60% of my cabinet ministers of government appointees will be young people. And 50% of those occupying senior positions will be women. So I'm just a transition candidate. My interest is to bring young people and women, a young woman, a young, young people and women in particular, to the center of uh, our governance. But, but I'm curious, if yeah. it, what you said about your party's ability, yeah. you must spare a thought for those who back you who remain behind, because you talked about intimidation. Yeah. Uh, don't they run a risk of being intimidated, possibly losing their seats, etc., because it backed you, if, if we believe what you said as a reason for leaving? Isn't that something that, you, you, that may keep you at, up at night, considering that they, they're left behind? Well, in actual fact, I think that, as some of them have done, they've also moved on. You know, Alan is no, no, more, no more in the party. Uh, so they have moved on. They are in the, in the MPP uh, now. There are a number of candidates. So they sign up for wherever they like. Mm. And so the issue of Alan hanging over, you know, uh, their, their own future, it does not arise. You think they won't suffer any consequence for their support of you whilst you were there, knowing your party? Well, um, I hope not. I mean, because um, I, I, I have moved on. They have made decisions that they want to stay, which is fine and they are free to decide who they want to follow, you know. So I, I hope that um, there won't be uh, any, any more, you know. You said you used the word intimidation of, yes. of, of, yeah. your, of yes. your people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you believe now that you've gone, your people will be left alone? I'm saying that I'm hoping that, that you know. And, As to um, whether it will actually happen, you, well, you will know. <laughs> I wouldn't know, but I hope not. Mm. I hope not. I mean, we, we heard that they attempted to try to convince you not to do this. That the national chairman came to you and, and appealed uh, and to I, you I, not I, to look, do this. Look, I've, I've said it in a previous interview that I don't like what the national chairman has put out. It's, it's disingenuous. And it's very unfortunate. He's a very good friend of mine. You are chairman of a party. You come to me to ask about whether I have any challenges with what is going on. I scope for you all the things that I believe have been going wrong. I've had personal conversations with him before. And he's aware of that. So he comes, I, I, I tell him that, look, I've complained about these things. You have not done anything about them, you know. So I'm reinforcing those concerns for your consideration. He actually confirms that, well, Alan, you've been part of this, and you know how our system works. So for you now to turn around and come and give a public you know, statement about the fact that, oh, you come, everything was okay, I find that to be very unfortunate. Did he come to you, though? No, he came to my office, yes. 
For example, I told the chairman that I contributed half a million Ghana cities so that we can have a credible voters register because I believe that look, if you have fair and transparent elections, if somebody emerges, everybody will follow him. Remember, I've gone through these primaries on three occasions with the current president. After our primaries, I'm his strongest cheerleader. I, I basically I become one of his lead campaigners. So I don't play that kind of politics. We compete after that, we cooperate, you know. But if I'm going into this again, and I'm concerned about the voters' register, which is the basic document that will guarantee free, fair elections, and I put this, I make representations, I put this in writing, and I'm, I'm not sure that the, that the representations that I've made in respect of that are being taken seriously. Because, for example, Evans, how do you come out with, let's say, what we call an album, a voters' uh, register, delegates' register, and set up a committee to validate who is in the register or who is not? A committee. For me, the very simple exercise is that exhibit the, the register publicly in the constituencies, in the polling stations, and let every delegate verify whether he is in the register or not. Is that not what happens at the national level? You requested for this? Oh, yes, absolutely. Why should it be difficult for us to have an open public display of the register so that individuals can make a determination whether they are in the album or not. Why do you need a committee to verify an album? Now, I'm just saying that these and many other things were the subject of the kind of discussion. And he knows. He cannot, in all sincerity, come and say that he came there and we didn't have a discussion on all these challenges. So it's not true that you told him that everything is fine? How, how is that possible? When I have identified uh, all these challenges, and it's not because he came to me. I'd been to his house myself months before and followed it up administratively with a letter to draw the attention to some of these things. And it's not just about the album. Look, I had serious challenges with some of the processes um, for the superdelegates conference. How is it that you set up a presidential elections committee hmm? chaired by a very distinguished uh, leader of our party, Professor Makokwe, and then you come out with guidelines for the conduct of the primaries, and then you indicate that in the event of a runoff, that the superdelegates who voted in the elections prior to the runoff would vote in the, would be the same people who vote in the runoff. These are guidelines that we all signed on to. 
We go through the superdelegates election. Well, fortunately, I'm part of the five, but there's a tie for the fifth position between Boche Jacon and then Adanibo. Straightforward matter. Let the rules work. Then the National Council sits and then make a, de a, make a determination or decide that they will set aside the rules that the aspirants have signed on to and that they will now become the delegates to decide on the runoff. Is that proper? Well, so, so I'm just saying that, look, I, I didn't want us to get into this, but, uh, well, since you, you no, asked, I, mean, I needed so, to, yeah. so, So obviously you've, you've, you've um, have you spoken to the national chairman again since this? No? No, I, 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 no, but he's a very good friend of mine. You, you, re know, you, you remain so? Oh, yes, yes. No, why not? You know, we come a long way. You're talking about the national chairman. Yes, yes, yes we come a long way. He, look, I mean, he actually I mean, said that, look, he... It took him 20 years to get to the chairman. Yeah. And then you should yeah. have just waited, waited a bit longer. Please. I've moved on. <laughs> um, and, and since you're talking about your friends, yeah. um, another friend of yours, the president. Yes. How are you with him? Oh, look, we have a very good relationship. Still? Still. He must be very, look, still. very unhappy with you that you look, left still, the city. Uh, uh, no, uh, well, he may be unhappy. But we've had a very good... In fact, and I, I don't mind saying this publicly, that because of the relationship that we've had, I've never in all the instances where we competed, I've had a problem in working to support him after the competition. You know, if, if you have real deep-seated differences... And you go into an election after that, you probably require. But I've been his strongest. Oh, but you, you require that after 2007. No, that is not the case. You know I mean you tell your resignation to talk no, about now you went. Culture? You see, now you are going. You found another back route to you come know, into that's this a You know, that's a beautiful conversation. It's a, con it's a conversation. This one, don't, don't, don't come through the back door. <laughs> It's, it's a beauty of conversation. No, By the way, no, if you're no. listening to my exclusive interview with uh, we, Alain Chevati uh, on Joy and on, on, on we, the Joy Show. We, we agreed that. No, no, no. I mean, we, so, we, it's a conversation. No. We're talking about your friend. No, no, no. Friend. But, no, but I'm saying that, look, I've moved on. I've moved on. Yeah. I've went. I've went. But, but you're on good I've, terms I've, with him. Very good terms. You know, Has I've he called you since. Monday? No, no, but uh, he's been out of the country. I, I, so, uh, yeah. No, but. Did uh, you hint him? Did you hint him at all? Sorry? Did you hint him? That no, well, we can't discuss this openly. Yes, so so actually, you did, and I'm sure he wasn't happy with you that, no, that you decided why, to go. Why, why are you trying to get into our relationship? <laughs> I don't want to get between us. They say I don't want to come between you and him. But but but, but, you, but you say the relationship still remains. Oh, yeah, yes, absolutely. I mean, and uh, uh, I mean, we've worked well, very well together. You know, I was the first person he appointed as. Um, as 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 you're the as first minister. person you actually announced way before you were way, way yeah. before you know so we remain very good friends yeah and yeah. And, and and that will remain even yeah, as and, an and, and, and I have many other good friends in, in cabinet and 
It will remain, yes. Yeah, yes. Although they'll be very unhappy with you. I, I know. Very, very unhappy <laughs> with you. Um, they, they, John Ajikum Kufour. Yesterday I spoke to Kulupini, I'll repeat that again. Okay. And he makes the point that on air, so I can repeat this, that okay. uh, Kufour had called him yesterday and said, look, Kulupini was traveling yesterday. Mm. He says, uh, if he returns, he should come and see him. So they talk about, about you. Yeah. Did you, uh, did you. Did you consult the old man? I, I, I don't want us to be discussing personal relationships or personal matters, you know. I, I only in ask an that because yeah. of the role he played uh, no, that's what I'm in saying 2007. That, you know, we've, you I mean, we've been working together very closely, you know, since... The, in fact, I mean, saying because... You know, he was a leading member of the party uh, right from the beginning. And we've been working together since 1992. Mm. So it, and, and we remain, I mean... It goes without saying that he would have known about this. Well, uh, let's, let's move on. Like I'm saying, this is not the subject of our uh, interview. This is the final one. Then, he, yes, he, okay. He, he, he may, was he happy? He must, must not no. be happy. Who is that? Could you pay yesterday no, told me that? that? Kujupini told me, that yeah. this, this one publicly, so this one I can tell you. Uh, you told, you it, interviewed it, him? Yes, please, I did. Oh, and, and, okay. then, and then he said on, on air okay. that uh, you didn't consult him, but if you did, you would have told you, Kujupini, now if, uh, if you had told him, you would have yeah. told you not to stay and fight, those are his words. He should stay and fight. I should stay and fight. Yes. That's well, what that's he said. His, that is his view. Yeah, that, that's, the, he was saying that I should have stayed. <laughs> if, if you had consulted him, yes. he would have told you to stay and fight. So Kojo Pianin made a public declaration that we did not have, have a discussion. Is that what you're saying? Oh, well, on national television, PM Express yesterday, um, people watched us on okay. air and I asked him that. He says, you know, you didn't consult him. But if you did, if you did, he would have told you to. And I asked him, so why? Do you support him? Do you support the decision? He says he's not opposed to it. Um, but he wouldn't support it either. But if he had, <laughs> but, but, but if well, he had told him, he would have told you, he would have, but he would have told let, you not let, to stay yeah, and fight. Yeah, but what is the point? Staying and fighting. And fighting. Yes. What purpose? Look, I mean, uh, and I'm sorry, I mean, because I didn't listen to the interview. Fair enough. I didn't, so I cannot make a comment on it, yeah. you know. But I'm just re repeating but, what, yeah, what he has yeah. told But us. I'm surprised if you said he made a public statement that we had no discussion on this matter. But that's fine. But I'm saying that uh, I have moved on. I've been a loyal member of this party with a distinguished record as a member of the National Executive member of the National Council, a member of several of the most important committees. I was chairman of the Young Executive Forum, which was the backbone of the party, financial backbone of the party. I've served in uh, President Kofor's government as oh, ambassador you've also had to the, the United States. On that, on that point, you just, because it just came up, you mentioned it. You, we had Hackman say that the, this assertion you made about investment is not true. Uh, look, uh, Evans, now you found another... Uh, just because you mentioned no, it. No, because... Just because you mentioned it. Because you were making a statement about why I did not stay in the and fight. fight. I mean, based on and, what... And, and I, yes, I was telling you that, look, I've served the party loyally and with distinction. I've served in the government. It's time for me to move on to serve my country in another capacity. Is that a problem? I mean, I'm trying to understand why that's a problem. If you're saying, Kujumpiani says I should stay, to fight what? I mean, what is it to fight about? You, you understand me? 
But like I said, I did not listen to the interview, so I'm not sure what angle mm. uh, which, or which angle he was coming from. But I'm saying that people must understand where I'm coming from. I've served the party. I've served my government. I believe that God has given me talents that I can offer in service to the people of Ghana at the highest level of executive authority. And that's what I'm asking the people of Ghana to give me a chance to do that. You know, is there anything wrong with that? I mean, I would have wished that maybe I would have used that same vehicle. But there are different ways of getting to my destination. So I don't think that we should take this uh, as a problem. You know, I've moved on. And the party will also move on. Mm. I mean, it clearly, sir, it's too late for any conversation to happen about Alan. <laughs> also, you, guys, you, you like uh, to get back into the game. <laughs> I, 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 I guess I guess I'm I'm picking a few a few tricks from your book. Right? You're picking tricks from me. From me yes. I, I mean, isn't that what we, the young men are supposed to do? Learning from the old, finding a way to get back in the game. Um, I, I mean, we cannot end as we end without talking about your home region, Ashanti region, which many say is going to be very important yeah. for you in particular yeah. going into the elections. Now that you're standing yeah. by yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Is that overstated when people hear and say, Shandri is going to be very important for you, also going to be important for your party, but for you in particular, yeah. is that overstated or is the reality? Well, it's reality. I mean, the Shandri region has been the backbone of our party, is our stronghold, you know. So it's going to be important for the NPP as a party getting into the general election. As an independent candidate, my wish will be that Ashanti region will put their weight behind me. I've always been very popular in Ashanti region, uh, in central region, and many parts of the country. It doesn't so, seem so, so I mean, when I look at the yes, but, 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 I, but delegation I, I, Ashanti region. I, I, I don't know which... Finally didn't vote for you last month. Yeah, but that's why I'm saying that let's understand that superdelegates or even uh, delegates in general constitute only a small percentage, not more than even 3%, of those who would vote for MPP in a general election. That is the constituency that we should be talking about. In Ashanti alone, we are talking over almost 2 million people. You know, So that's what we are talking about. I mean, and frankly, let's focus on Ghana, on the mm. Ghana agenda. Yeah. So, Almost invariably, it's likely that December 2024, you, you see three faces on the ballot paper. John Mahama, because he's already been selected. Maybe Baumia, maybe Canada Japan, or Francois Dynamo, it doesn't matter which of them. And then there'll be Alan Shamatin on this ticket. Now, I'm saying that there are four critical considerations judging by the voter psychology in Ghana. Four critical considerations. Out of these, let's say, out of these three people, first consideration, vision. 
Which of these three people have demonstrated a drug record for vision in terms of what they have done? So whether it is uh, Ex-President Mahama or Baumia. Now, if that is the criteria that they are going to use in terms of vision, then I'm in the game. Mm. The next one, competence. Between the three, if that is what is going to be the basis for judging, I'm in the game. Integrity, I'm in the game. Action, which is the last one, I'm in the game. So what are we talking about? Vision, competence, integrity, and action. If these are the four critical considerations, that would make Ghanaians decide on these three characters who would appear on the ballot paper. Then start thinking about Alan being the first independent candidate to ascend to the presidency in Ghana. Mm. Well, we've interrogated that vision a, a fair bit. Um, in a, and of course, as for integrity, the judges will be, will the, be people. the people. Yes, so let's wait for that. On, on that day. Yes. yes when you, when you yeah. decide. But you have to choose a running mate. We'll, we'll cross the bridge. Are you applying Should I? for consideration? Should I? Ah, Since are you said, applying? I'm asking. I, I'm asking what I should. <laughs> should. Should I? No, but actually, uh, we'll get to the bridge. We'll cross the bridge when we get there. Should I guess? You say you're going to be youthful. Yes. Well, should that, would that person be youthful? That would be my first priority. Because I see myself as a transitional candidate. You know, or as, as a transitional president. No, this is not window dressing. I sincerely believe in what I'm doing, putting the youth at the front and center of the campaign. Because let's face it, out of the 17 million people who are registered voters, 55%, that's 9.4 million, are young people aged between 18 and 35. Mm. So if you look at the demographics, they are the most important voter block. 55% young people if you look at the other considerations they clearly are the future of our country in terms of energy in terms of their capacity for innovation their ability to adapt and just raw intelligence you know because of the dynamics of the world that we live in I cannot find a better way to, you know, advance the course of this, of this country than putting young people so at the center of my campaign. Um, uh, yeah. Alan Chamantin's running mate will be a young person. It will be so. Yeah, at least you've confirmed one thing about that person. Yes. Um, anyway, wish you all the best in this endeavor. Um, history says that all are stuck up against you, as we've interrogated at the beginning, because nobody had done what you say you would do. And the moment many have questioned, it's not even here yet for Ghanaians to swing from MPP yeah. and NDC and give the nod to Yeah, but, but that's, that's, that, that, is, uh, that, that is what you are saying 
Or who is saying that? Well, the moment. <laughs> what, when you say the moment, what is the moment? Well, you... uh, allow the people of Ghana to make that decision yeah. and judgment. I was coming that the so, moment will be so, the so, moment of December 7. No, no. The moment will really be December 7, 2024. Then you can't say that it is not there yet because you the, believe pres it's the, the presumption is that, um, that Ghana is not ready. Mm. That's the presumption. You believe Ghana is? No, I don't believe that. Why would I believe that? Why would I then put myself up? So you believe that? So, so, uh, so I, I think that um, because we don't want to close the interview on that though, because you have no basis for making that judgment on behalf of Ghanaians. You believe Ghana let, is ready let, let for independent candidate? Make a decision, mm. and I think that if I have the honor and privilege of becoming the first independent candidate to ascend to the presidency. That would be a watershed development in Ghana. And it would be a major signal for political transformation and economic transformation on the continent of Africa. Alan Chimante, we wish you the best. Thank you. The people will be the ultimate judges. Yes, very much so. Yes. And you've just been listening to Alan Kudu Chimante, uh, my guest on Joy News Live, also on Joy 99.7 FM. Um, well, as you've heard him say, you have to be the ultimate judges of his credentials and his ability to lead if he puts himself up, and he says he will, for next year's general elections. Enjoy the rest of the evening. Thank you again. Thank you. My name is Abeiku Agri Santana. If there's anything that makes my life so easy, it is my bank. I love hanging out with my boys' boys at our usual fufu joint. But even without cash, we still need chop better with EcoBank Mobile. No matter the time of day, my bank helps me stay in touch with my beautiful wife whenever she's away. And when my beautiful wife is in town, she never misses out on her favorite TV shows because I'm able to pay up all my TV subscriptions from the comfort of my mobile phone. Whenever she has to get groceries too, my bank makes it cashless and convenient. And the part my wife loves the most is when my bank makes it possible and easy for her to shop from any part of the world without moving. <laughs> Welcome to the smart world of EcoBank. Download EcoBank Mobile from Google Play Store or the App Store and discover the smart way to bank. EcoBank, the Pan-African Bank. You are your own person, unique, one of a kind, special. That's why you deserve everything tailored to suit your particular taste, your preference, your needs. Just like MTN Just For You. You can get customized offers tailored to who you are. Dial star 141 hash or use the MyMTN app to get to choose from a variety of offers made just for you. Hello, my name is Abeiku Agri Santana. If there's anything that makes my life so easy, it is my bank. I love hanging out with my boys' boys at our usual fufu joint. But even without cash, we still need chop better with EcoBank Mobile. 
no matter the time of day my bank helps me stay in touch with my beautiful wife whenever she's away and when my beautiful wife is in town she never misses out on her favorite tv shows because i'm able to pay up all my tv subscriptions from the comfort of my mobile phone whenever she has to get groceries too my bank makes it cashless and convenient and the part my wife loves the most is when my bank makes it possible and easy for her to shop from any part of the world without moving <laughs> welcome to the smart world of ecobank download ecobank mobile from google play store all the app store and discover the smart way to bank ecobank the pan-african bank You are your own person, unique, one of a kind, special. That's why you deserve everything tailored to suit your particular taste, your preference, your needs. Just like MTN Just For You. You can get customized offers tailored to who you are. Dial star 141 hash or use the MyMTN app to get to choose from a variety of offers made just for you. Okay. Don't worry, darling. I won't touch your calipo, okay? Okay. Hey, Papa. Should I listen for you? It's okay, Grandma. You can drink it all. Oh, coffee. I brought plenty for you. Do you know that that calipo, the natural fruit juice drink? This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the FDA. Hello, my name is Abeku Agri Santana. If there's anything that makes my life so easy, it is my bank. I love hanging out with my boys' boys at our usual fufu joint. But even without cash, we still the chop better with EcoBank Mobile. No matter the time of day, my bank helps me stay in touch with my beautiful wife whenever she's away. And when my beautiful wife is in town, she never misses out on her favorite TV shows because I'm able to pay up all my TV subscriptions from the comfort of my mobile phone. Whenever she has to get groceries too, my bank makes it cashless and convenient. And the part my wife loves the most is when my bank makes it possible and easy for her to shop from any part of the world without moving <laughs> welcome to the smart world of ecobank download ecobank mobile from google play store or the app store and discover the smart way to bank ecobank the pan-african bank